Welcome to this podcast for Biovisibility Day. I'm Garth Herron, a Diversity and Inclusion Executive at Trevor Smith, and I'm delighted to be joined by Dominic Arnold, the Chief Executive of Just Like Us, for this episode where we will be talking about his own experiences and those of the bio community generally. To get us going, could you tell us a bit about yourself? Sure. Um, so uh, I'm a bisexual man. Uh, I work for Just Like Us, where I'm Chief Executive and have been for the last two and a half years. Um, so we are an LGBT education charity that work to ensure that LGBT young people are able to thrive. Great. So why is Biovisibility Day so necessary and timely? So I think visibility has always been a problem for bi people, both inside and outside the LGBT plus community. Um, I think that, you know, some classic examples would be uh, people like Freddie Mercury, who have always said that they were bisexual and yet is repeatedly referred to as gay uh, in the press. Um, so there's always this need for people, I think, to take people away from being bi, but, you know, you're not really bi. And I think Bi Visibility Day for me is about highlighting that people are bi and that it, it's not always a phase. Some some of us are, are sort of here and, and this is who we're, who we're going to be. Agreed. What challenges, if any, have you found in your working life with regards to your sexual orientation? Um, so, I have, well, I think before I worked in the LGBT sector, to be honest, and this is a terrible thing to admit, but it didn't even occur to me that I'd ever be out at work. Uh, I never thought that I would be talking about um, being bi at work ever. Um, and it was even when I started working in the LGBT sector, I think it took me about four months uh, to come out as bi. This was back in 2015. And even the LGBT community was not very bi inclusive, actually, at that point. Uh, it was quite difficult to to talk about being bi without a sort of barrage of jokes and that sort of thing, which I try and be a good sport. But actually, if you're the only person of that identity, that can be a little bit uh, a little bit difficult to deal with. Uh, so so, yeah, I think I've had quite a few challenges both before that um, through worrying that people would sort of find out. And then after that, from uh, just sort of, I think there being a sort of general misunderstanding. I remember one time in particular, a colleague came up to me and said, "I don't like the word bisexual," uh, and I thought, I thought, I, I just have no idea how to answer that. Um, so yeah, a, a few difficulties, but uh, thankfully less than they used to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and have you had to deal with any assumptions, both professionally and personally? Uh, yes, uh, um, assumptions that I'm in a polyamorous relationship, that's happened. Um, I've had, um, I mean, generally speaking, I'm at work, I'm read as gay and at home and when I meet people, I'm read as straight because uh, I have I have a child. Uh, so it's a it's a really interesting kind of mix. So people are constantly are assuming I'm constantly putting it right, which is I'm kind of OK with at this point, because I think there's so little visibility that even if I'm having to say it again and again, then that's that's something good that I'm doing in that moment, I hope. And um, what are the more damaging stereotypes about bisexuality that need to be removed? Well, I think the stereotypes are really different for bi men and bi women. Interestingly, people believe that bi men are secretly gay and are sort of on the process of coming out. Bi women, people believe, are not really are not really bi and are secretly straight. So I think the message from there is whoever you are, if you say you're bisexual, you probably just fancy men, yeah. uh, which is an in interesting, uh, interesting position. So I think um, 
women report being sort of over-sexualized when they say that they're bi. Are there stereotypes about bi men? I think there's a sort of secrecy thing, a kind of, um, are you really who you say you are? That happens a lot for bi people. I'm sure. And what does bi erasure look like in the workplace and beyond? So I think bi erasure, um, typically bi erasure would be in the workplace, for example, of having an LGBT network that's only, only gay men and lesbians. Um, and not noticing that there aren't any bi people there because that's not really what you mean when you say LGBT. And I think that a lot of the time bi erasure happens in a workplace context when we say LGBT, but actually we don't know if there are any bi people there really and we haven't really considered it because we haven't, we're not really thinking about the B when we say LGBT almost as a word rather than as an acronym. Um, I think bi erasure happens when all of our bi, all of our LGBT initiatives don't include bi people. So, for example, there have been you've probably seen the the lists 100 LGBT sports people or 100 LGBT celebrities. Very often, those lists won't include a single bi person, um, and that's because in that context, when they say LGBT, they don't really, although the B is there, they're not really including bi people a lot of the time. And on that note, what have your experiences been of the rest of the LGBTQ plus community with regards to your sexual orientation? Uh, pretty, they've been mixed, I think, and they're getting a lot better. I think the LGBT community over the last few years from has, has become a lot more inclusive, actually. And I, I believe probably, well, absolutely still has further to go. Um, but certainly from a kind of bi perspective, um, LGBT organisations are now recognising bi people and are doing their best to make sure that, that we're included. Um, I think that organisations are holding events like this, which is really fantastic. I mean, the, the idea of coming coming here and talking about um, about my identity uh, in, in a space like this really, I think, is wonderful and hopefully will encourage other bi people to do the same. And uh, how can people be better allies to the bi community? I think the first thing to do is see if we're, if, from an LGBT perspective, to see if your communities include bi people and to see if there would be a safe it would it be a, a safe place for a bi person to come out i think and i don't want to be too po-faced about it you know everyone can take a joke but i think that the trouble with jokes about people being bi is that if you're not out and there's a group of people who aren't bi making jokes about being bi you're probably not going to tell them that you are bi uh, that would be my take so i think just try not to not to engage in that sort of thing. Uh, I think celebrating bi visibility day is a really good thing because what it does is it tells everyone this is a safe space for bi people. So uh, I think that kind of hurt. Thank you. That's really good to hear. Um, just so everyone knows, there's going to be a couple of other Q&As that we're going to post on the hub uh, with members of staff. Um, and I would like to remind people that the firm has its own LGBT plus network, which is open to everyone, regardless of sexual orientation and gender identity. Please do sign up and get involved with the group's work. And on that note, we'll end there. Thank you, Dominic, for taking part, and I hope you all enjoyed listening. Thank you very much.